Hello and welcome to Motormouth Munda and welcome to India. I had to take a week off just to reacquaint myself with the pace of this place. There's no gentle introduction to India. It just smacks you. The noise, the sound, the colors, the lights. The last 10 days have gone from this to this. Let me tell you all about it. We arrived in Mumbai at 8 a.m. on a Friday morning. Traffic, craziness, it's a stereotype really, but it's something you can only believe when you actually see it. Things have improved slightly from the last time I was here four years ago, and that's largely thanks to the Sea Link Road, which connects two different parts of Mumbai that cuts a journey that would take two hours from the airport to Marine Drive to 90 minutes. So it's still a really long time to sit in the car. We had to hit the ground running because the tour match started the day after our arrival, which meant that we had to sort out all our admin on arrival. It was pretty stressful going to the Brabourne Stadium in Mumbai, which is the headquarters of the Cricket Club of India, an old established institution where bureaucracy is the order of the day. We were sent from pillar to post to pick up our accreditation. It ended up taking all day and was frankly quite exhausting. That evening was the start of my vegetarian adventures. As I've told you, I'm going to be cutting out meat for the duration of my stay in India, and I've actually got a confession about this a little later on. And I decided to start in Mumbai. We went to one of the city's most renowned vegetarian restaurants, a place called Status, where we were reintroduced to Indian cuisine. Let me start by telling you a bit about the drinks. Fresh lime soda is a thing here. I don't think it's fresh lime juice. It must be a cordial of some sort, but you can get it in three flavors. Sweet, salted, or mixed. Sweet, obviously, contains some sugar. Salted contains some salt. And mixed contains both sugar and salt. I usually used to go for sweet, but this time I went for salted, you know, just trying to get a bit on that health thing. And let me tell you, it's an incredibly salty drink. Dolls, chickpeas, those are the kinds of things that I'm eating on this trip, and that was what we had at Status that night. And of course, rutis. Now, rutis are just an amazing, amazing thing to eat. You get them in South Africa, but it's not quite the same. The roti in India is a thing of absolute wonder. It's chewy, it's delicious, it's yeasty, it's bready, and it just fills you up. I have to confess I've been eating a lot of those, and I hope I don't pay a price for it later. We then had a two-day tour match in Mumbai, which was, as a tour match, is quite meandering, nothing special about it. But we enjoyed some excellent nightlife with my colleagues from Crick Info. We've got an office in Mumbai, and those people who I'd hardly ever see, actually, took us out for a night on the town where we enjoyed the Mumbai street food. Mumbai street food is actually quite difficult to eat. It's pretty fried, it's very spicy, and I had a bird of a Delhi belly, or a Mumbai belly, if you can call it that afterwards. Probably the best known and most unusual thing is the Pani Puri, which are little fried parcels of pastry filled with a tangy water-based sauce with some corn kernels swimming in it. You have to eat them in one gulp. So it's almost like downing a shot, I suppose. Um, and needless to say, I couldn't manage it in one gulp. I ended up messing all over the place. And I only got through three. I think most people eat them in sixes. Then it was time for more travel. So just arrival, three days, and off we go. Our first stop was the planned city of Chandigarh. 
It's completely different from Mumbai because there's a lot less traffic. There's a lot less life, actually. The city's been divided into sectors. It was designed by a French architect who had some beliefs about how everything should be uniform and the same. So each sector has a park. Each sector has a market, which is not the South African understanding of market. It's more like a strip mall with a couple of shops and, strangely, some really nice restaurants and some really run-down looking parts of town and then a residential area. The Punjab Cricket Association is in Sector 63, which is in Mahali, which is not in the main city, and there's pretty much nothing around it. It's quite dead, and in order to get some of the nightlife, you have to travel into the main city of Chandigarh. But staying close to the ground has a lot of advantages, especially when test matches start at 9.30. So we checked into our hotel in Mahali, attended a few practice sessions, and got ready for the first match. The big talking point was all about the pitch. I have to say, a couple of days out it looked pretty green, and then it ended up being dry and crumbling and really difficult to bat on for both sides. A five-day test match only lasted three, which had it as its advantages because we could move into the city of Chandigarh and into some more of the nightlife. But in between that, we managed to go on a cycle tour. Now, let me tell you, cycling in this city is difficult. I can't imagine what it's like in other parts of India. Our cycle tour of Chandigarh took us through the main sites, the Rose Garden, which was named after one of India's first presidents. Unfortunately, it was not in bloom this time of year. It's going into winter here in India, so although it's still pretty warm, nothing like a South African autumn, it's quite dry, the grass is pretty dead, and there were definitely no flowers to speak of. We also visited the War Memorial. We're in the north of India, which is pretty close to the Pakistan border, and there's a lot of remembrances about people who died in the front wars, um, also in the independence war and in the world wars. And then we went to the rock garden, which is a place made out of recycled material and sculptures constructed from things like plastic bottles and scraps of paper. All pretty interesting, but far more interesting than that was actually staying up on two wheels in the middle of the Indian traffic. Because Chandigarh is a city of sectors, each sector is divided by a traffic circle, and getting through those have absolutely no rules. We had to negotiate our way through tuk-tuks, cars, motorbikes, other cyclists, horse and carts, and even sometimes running dogs in the middle of the street. Now, these street dogs are something that have really touched my heart. It's quite quite sad because there are loads of them here. I don't think they get very well taken care of. Some of them are not in a very good condition and I'm pretty keen to see if there's anything we can do just to assist and make their lives a little easier. So I'll let you know how that goes. We've since moved into the city of Chandigarh just to get a couple of days break, get away from the action and last night as we were coming home from dinner in our hotel there was a big fat Indian wedding. Now, hotels are a popular place for weddings to take place because people from all over can stay the night. There are big banquet halls where there can be dinners and dancing. And, of course, we were trying to get a little peek of what was going on when we were invited inside. This is what we heard. There was music and dancing. The bride and groom were on their feet. We were invited to take part. And after about 10 minutes, we were politely told to leave. So there you have it. A first week in India. Everything from cycling to cricket to a wedding to travel. And this is where we find ourselves. We're taking a short trip to see the Golden Temple in Amritsar later today. And then we'll be going to Bangalore for the second test. I can't wait to tell you what happens there. 
Until then, this is Motormouth Munda signing off from India.